Pornhub. Pornhub. The Pornhub Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Pornhub Podcast. Today, we are blessed with the presence of porn star, trailblazer, hashtag body positive queen, BBW performer, Carla Lane. Hey there. Thanks for joining us. Um, you're making me really nervous right now. <laughs> Don't be. You're looking at my direction. It's like, oh my God, she's looking at me. <laughs> Don't be nervous because we're literally sitting on the guest room floor of Spiegler's house. Legs crossed in like really casual. <laughs> I'm all in gray. pajamas. <laughs> I like the gray pajamas. If you had a penis, it would make your penis look bigger. Yes. According to Instagram. Yes. I love dudes in gray sweatpants. He bought some. The boyfriend <laughs> bought some and it didn't work out so well. <laughs> Why? Why? He has a big dick. I've seen it. it. It's the, um, made it look a little too big. And then you're like, hmm, it's a little inappropriate to walk out of the house wearing that. Obscene. (laughs) Um, but more on him later. (laughs) But so I guess I want to start off by clearing this out right away. Because I think a lot of listeners out there won't be fully aware. But like, what is a BBW? I'm a fat version of all the other porn girls. (laughs) So that's what a BBW is. That's exactly is. what it is. I am a plus size girl. Um, okay. I do porn. So BBWs stand for big, beautiful woman. Um, and it's kind of a porn term versus, you know, nowadays you have plus size, curvy, you know, and all these other stuff. So BBW is very porn related. So when people ask me what I am, I always go plus size porn star. Mm-hmm. It's easier to relate to than it's like just the fat version of everybody else <laughs> yep that's it but I feel like Drake kind of brought the term BBW into the mainstream a little bit like nowadays I hear guys saying BBW and I'm like oh you know you know that word it's all Drake <laughs> yeah let's Drake. be honest it, it's it's those two little girls that you know or, or the you know baby mama with yeah. the big butt kind of thing it's all of that it just adds up to that <laughs> so is there in porn is there like a technical requirement to be a BBW like is there a minimum weight or a minimum height or like is is there something you have to fit that's the always the biggest question because in normal world I'm normal looking I can Mm -hmm. go to a store and still wear a large or XL depending Mm -hmm. on the cuts um and um sometimes I get a little criticism for not being big enough because a lot of the girls now are in the 250 plus are in you know size 18 plus so we're getting you know and, and we have different categories we have plumpers bbws we get into the super bbws we get into feeders so bbw is like the baseline it's like the minimum it's it's more like the name you call anybody that's over 200 pounds okay and, and then, then you get more technical it's like okay you're a porn star you're an asian porn star you're a, you know japanese porn right. star. And it just gets you're a milf yes. you're a whatever mm-hmm. okay interesting it, it's funny because like you must have the exact opposite problem then. Like, you must have to keep on weight. Yeah. Oh, my God. I really envy that. Um, <laughs> I can have a whole, like, pizza and nobody's going to question me if I gain five pounds that week. Right. Um, but it's, I love to work out. So I'm big on working out. So I've always been more of a fitter fat girl. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was I'm like a fit fat girl. Like, I run marathons. I work out with the trainers. I do all this stuff. Um so it's weird because I could eat anything, but I also work out. I'm like, okay, it, it balances out for me. Because if not, then I would be a little too soft for my own taste. <laughs> like if you touch my ass, it's like nice and firm. It's like, oh, hello there. Right. It's just not like wiggly. Right. <laughs> That's actually perfect because I love working out too, but I also love to eat. But the thing is, like for me, I, I think 
a BBW is a really special place to be. And I think like people are like, oh, maybe I'll just do BBW porn and I'll eat whatever I want. But it's like, no, you there's a whole mid range that's like not allowed in porn. Right. That's the no go range. That is the, you are too fat to do, you know, browsers, but you are or too thin to, to do, do BBW. Any, yeah, BBW porn or to be considered BBW without being you're like curvy. And then you if you don't have the big tits to go with curvy, you just right. You know, or the humongous yeah. ass like Alexis Texas yes. or yeah. you have to have that asset. <laughs> yeah, it's such a specific specific thing so you've actually been on my radar a lot lately and I feel like in just the last year I started hearing your name everywhere is that like how long have you been in the business 13 years I'm the longest running one I had a feeling you I were beat out my best friend April and uh, all the rest. April of the Flores, girls. yes, that's your best friend. Yes. Oh, we were cool. just at a bowling alley two days ago. <laughs> oh, awesome! So, I did a scene with her for our websites um, a few years ago. She still talks about it. And she was saying that you were the first person mainstream that hired her and that was a big deal and it was kind of like the groundbreaking like wait 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 if awesome wants her why doesn't anybody <laughs> want her you know it's like yeah the, and it's. I go with BBWs become our like a roller coaster. We are really popular for one year, maybe two years. And then all of a sudden we just die down and we're just coasting, doing our own thing. And then all of a sudden somebody hires us for a really big project. And then we're like, oh, here we are. We're on top of the world. And right. then it's just it's. And you're there right now. Yeah. I mean, who's to say you'll go down? I mean, maybe this uh, is... the roller coasters always go down. <laughs> the pendulum always swings <laughs> it's, back. It's one of those things. Huh? It can be the most popular thing in the world next week. And then it's like, OK, maybe not so much. I mean, that's anyone in porn, though. It's true. And th- that everybody's career, you know, we all have had our highs where you get hired seven days a week and you're like, Oh my God, I'm working with everybody. I want to, I'm making so much money. I'm, you know, doing this and doing that. And then, okay, well, you know, you have a hundred scenes coming out in the next few weeks. Right. Well, we're going to chill on you. Exactly. Take a break. I wanted to ask that too. So like, I guess like our, our porn sets, you know, don't really cross over that much. So I don't really know much about like the BBW side of porn, but like, is there enough work for it to be, like to support no, yourself not even just close. with porn no not even close not even close so most of us have our own production companies and we produce clips we have our websites we do skype shows we uh tour and using quotations on that mm-hmm. um it's tour meaning escorting, escorting. yes mm-hmm. big thing I, I'm a horrible escort because I fall in love too easily and then I'm like oh <laughs> can yes. I tell you something that happened to me I, I like to think that I'm I'm my heart is too pure to escort. I know. <laughs> I I go with I just fall in love too easily, and it's like, oh wait, you just want to spend time with me and get to know me. You want to make me your pretty woman. Exactly. <laughs> what kind of car am I going to be driving out of here? This is my life now. Yes, I know. And then you know it burns out, and then he finds the next hot thing, and we're like, oh, okay, that that was short was lived. Six months later, or he's like, you're literally a whore. I hired you. <laughs> what are you talking about? I have a tendency to have people fall in love with me too. I, I'm very bubbly. I'm very outgoing. And like, I go with, I'm your best friend in high school. And you're like, oh my gosh, you're so sweet. But I'm like the dirtiest bitch in the world. <laughs> like I will do the things that nobody else wants to do. Like I will do that to you. Like you want to lick your asshole while I'm doing this and this. I'm like, I got you. Um, so it's the combination of being this cute, adorable, right. little, like chubby girl. And, and then, then you like, hit him with the. Yeah. And then I have long tongue. I have no gag reflex. I like anal. I'm like, name it. I'm down for it. Um, there's very few things in this world. I won't try once or twice. I, I, you know what? I agree with that. I think you should always try something twice because maybe the first time you weren't in the right mood. 
or you the know? right person to try yeah, it. Yeah, you never I'm know. Sorry. If I like went with the first person I've ever licked their asshole, <laughs> if that was it, I would be like, oh, I'm never doing that again. There are so many different flavors it, out there. There, there is. <laughs> and then there's different shapes. And then, you know, is it going to be easy to lick? Is it going to be like, I have a, so I do this tongue trick where I'm like in and out, in and out with my tongue. And then I can rotate and then a little vibration. Uh, so I'm like, are you down for that? If you are, then, you know, here's my number. If not, then I'm sorry. Moving on. Have you always been like that? Yes. So when did porn become an option for you? Porn has never not been an option. Mm -hmm. So me, porn has always been this idea of being fantasized about and being somebody's it girl while you have, you know, your dick in your hand, masturbating or your vibrator or whatever girl combination of the things. Um, I love to be your fantasy. Mm -hmm. I want to be that person that is your world for those two minutes you're thinking of me. And that's the biggest rush you can ever get in my world. Like I'm like... Do you know how many people have, well, let's go with Pornhub. How many people have watched me in Pornhub for free? And I'm like, cool. That's how many guys have had their dicks in their hands thinking of me. And I'm like, hello. I'm totally with you. I, I love that. I don't do it for the money. I don't do it for that. It's very much, I love being center of attention. Yeah. And I admit it. I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. It's the rush of that. So it's, it's yeah. That's like whenever anyone like um recognize me this is me or like is or they're like oh is it rude to say I you know I've masturbated to you I'm like are you kidding like that's what I do it thank for thank you <laughs> thank you for doing it the worst are the, okay so I get recognized but it's in a weird way because I look so normal let's go go to San Fernando Valley I look like most of the girls there just brown little Mexican girl like you know hi um but then when I smile is usually my giveaway because I have a cute little like yeah <gasps> Then I get the, oh, she's cute. She's smiling. She's kind of hot. And then they think about it for a second. And it's that double take. <gasps> Wait, Wait a second. I know who you are. <laughs> I know what you are. And it's always the different kind of people. Um, uh, at AVN, I'm really popular with the security guards. Okay. <laughs> More than the fans. Like, the fans will come up to me. But all of the security guards were like, hey, are you taking care of? Do you mean anything? And I'm like, no, I'm okay. Thank you so much, though. People just want to take care of you, I guess. It, it's it's the baby face. It's that you're so sweet and innocent, but you'll lick my asshole at the same time you're, you know, jacking right. me off. There you go. Are you from the Valley? I'm an L.A. bitch. Okay. Like, born and raised in, like, downtown LA area. So that's why porn was always an option. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And it, I never watched porn. Mm -hmm. I never really got into it. So um, I don't know how much you know about me, but I'm actually married. Um, yes. <laughs> this is I a didn't good know one. that. Yes. When did you guys get married? I have no. This isn't my husband. This Wait. <laughs> yes. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Stop everything. Stop everything. Yes. Okay. Are you polyamorous yes. okay this is something i know very little about actually wait hold on are you like the world's most interesting person okay um <laughs> hold on wait i had so much to ask you before we got into relationships but hold on so you you're in you're married i'm married 13 years i've been with my husband 13 years i just celebrated 10 year anniversary and we had a big 10 year anniversary party and you have a boyfriend and i have that i know one and there's another one around oh my god and uh and everyone knows about each other. Everybody knows about each other. So you're like fully polyamorous. Fully poly. I grew up in a polyamorous family. My mother's always had multiple partners. It was always considered her friend, her best friend. But it was never, let's go with this. My mom doesn't ask me what I do and she does. I don't ask her what she does. Right. But, you know, we all go to family vacations. Um, Mo, um, my boyfriend, is friends with my mother on um, Facebook. And they right. talk about the vacations we're going to take for Thanksgiving. I'm like... I'm not even involved in the message anymore. So, okay. So hold on. So, so 
do you live with your husband? I do live with my husband. Okay. And, and then, then I spend a good majority of the time at my boyfriend's house too. Okay. And then like, so when you're out with your boyfriend, one of your boyfriends, does your husband see other women? He's been seeing somebody for about a year, but typically he's, my husband's more of a loner type. He can okay. play video games all day and not give a shit about the world. And like, he does the things around the house. He cooks and cleans. And then he's like, I'm going to play video games in you know, my underwear. But he, but he's totally cool with you. Having totally cool. With How, where, where do you find a person? He like was this? a virgin. Oh, oh, that's where virgins. you have to get him. Yeah. You go with virgins. It's the easiest way to mold them to whatever you want. <laughs> you trap them. There you go. It's like, I will give you my pussy. You just become what I need you to do and we'll make this work. <gasps> oh, my God. So you were already in porn when you met this man? Or? No. Um, I, so a little about me. I graduated high school when I was 15. I'm really smart, but I'm a fucking ditz. Complete ditz. I okay. don't know how to tie my shoes. I don't know how to spell. But give me a math problem, I can solve it for you, no problem. So you're all the kinds of dumb that guys like. Yes. But you're also all the kinds of smarts yeah. that like yeah, get, we'll you get you know get me a career if I really want to, yeah. you know. Um so I went to PCC and there was another famous porn star that was there at the same time. And Can you say who? Or um James? James Dean. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So we had a thing going on. He took my anal virginity. We we you know, he introduced me to my husband. Okay. Who is not in porn. He was not in porn. He dabbled a little, you know, in the beginning. This was 13 years ago. Yeah. You know, everybody dabbled in porn at that time. <laughs> in the valley, yeah. It was, yeah, it was like 100 bucks for just coming in her face. Down for it. Okay. Um, so, you know, my husband and I have been together ever since. And, um, and, how, did, and how did... So you got into porn through James? No. James, I got... Well, okay. James will say this the wrong way, but I'm the one that I told him, you should do porn because when we started messing around, he can come on cue. So I would ask him, come for me, come for me, come for me. And it would be like four or five. I'm like, you should do porn because I'm going to do porn when I'm 18. But he was six months older than me, so he started porn six months before. Oh, he had a a little head a start, little head on, start me. on you. Um, so when that happened, he started sending all his stuff off. You know, got hired by milk companies and all at the beginning. I ended up going to a strip club for my 18th birthday, because do you know Gordon, the photographer? Yes, he was my husband's boss at okay. a video store that he owned. Like, wow, you are like porn royalty. <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you <laughs> um so you know gordon's like yeah, you know meet this person blah 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 and it was one of those things i got a number um i really need to get tested so i'm like i think on my 18th birthday of the day after i got tested already i was ready to go two days later i did my first scene and i kind of just did everything in the beginning i mean like every company would hire me because i was cute young and the funny things i would never wear makeup because it was the younger i looked Mm-hmm. the more it was and I looked like I was 13 at one point seven. it was right like, just just very young the young girls kill it always there's but, always a market for the young girls and it but it's so weird because when I look at myself or young at looking. 18 mm-hmm. I'm like I wouldn't hire myself then but you know, like, I always wonder like I mean obviously you know the girls that we see are 18 plus yes but like the guys that are jerking off to these girls like are they picturing them to be younger i know is that i think so it depends i I think it's almost they for me a lot of people vicariously live through oh you look like my girlfriend when i was 16 okay okay cool so it's like a memory thing too or like a especially for me because i do look so normal and i I, honestly half my fans are like yeah i dated you when we're like i'm like 
you didn't date me, but you dated somebody that looked like me. Right. And they show me pictures. And I'm like, yep, I can see it in the cheekbones. I can see it in the eyes. I can, right, you know, right, it's right. the features. Um, even Mo's ex-husband, ex-wife, sorry, <laughs> looks like me. Right. So if you, he showed you a picture of his ex-wife, you were like, I, can I see actually it. don't know Mo's ex-wife. You, he'll think. show you a picture later. Um, But wait, so, okay. So you get into porn mm-hmm. and then... My, so your your husband's cool with you shooting everything. porn. He was always been my biggest supporter. My husband is the most mellowest person you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. There's never ups and downs in the midst. Just mm-hmm. it is what it is. And he's always been my biggest. Supporter. That must mean you're crazy. Oh, I'm completely crazy. Yeah, but because I do it with a smile. I can get away with it. A right. Lot more. I, I always think like if one person is really calm, it means the other person is crazy. <laughs> what happens if you have two crazy people and that relationship doesn't last? No, those are. Yeah, it can't be too crazy and it can't be too calm. Yeah. It has to be one crazy and one calm. That's like the only way. Or switch around. What's like this week? I'm the calm one. <laughs> yeah. Next week, you're the crazy one. We're, we're working this out. As long as it's not at the same Let's time. Let's schedule it in our Google calendars. <laughs> yeah. We got this down. Um, So, yeah, my husband's always been my biggest supporter. I started doing porn. I became pretty popular. But were you guys like in an open relationship? Relationship right you away. You know what? It was never a question. It was always like, I can't be monogamous. Are you okay, okay with this? Yep, I'm in down from the get go. From the get go, it was never like a conversation we had. And he also knew my mother always had multiple partners, so it was more like, "Hey, that's what your mom does." I'm pretty sure that's where you're going. It's do. in your blood. Yeah, it, it's one of those things. I, I I joke that I'm gonna end up looking like my mother when I'm older, anyways. And I'm like, I can live with myself. Like, <laughs> she's she's still good. So, at what point do you meet Mo? Mo and I have been together almost two years. Okay. And where, how, how did that, did you have, meet on a porn set? No, we met at AVN a few years ago, what, 2016? I won BBW Performer of the Year that year. Okay. But I was sitting down and I was, we talked a little and then we met again six months later at Vice is Nice and then he invited me to be on his podcast and then oh. I invited him to be a guest at my sex club. Because I host a sex club uh, twice a month. Um, yeah, yeah, sex club. What is it? Is it's, it what I think it, it is? It's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> it's a room full of a lot of men and women and couples that show up to have sex with each other or just to hang out. I have a Taco Tuesday party where there's actual like tacos and like legitimately good tacos and we just chill and hang out some people will start you know talking oh yeah so you're down for this and then there's rooms you can have one thing leads to another it gets a little crazy and then uh my regular one is just craziness that's more like just a sex party it's just a sex party. everyone fucking everyone yeah and it gets a little it because it's open to everybody tea girls anybody gays lesbians we're just let's add them all to the group um are there people from the industry that go rarely a few of my friends the we cater more to the plus size because that's what i am mm-hmm. um but i have some of my girls friends to show up you know i have like uh my friend bella benz and a few other girls and you know we'll do shows in front of everybody so we'll literally have like a platform bed in the middle of the room fuck each other while 50 men are watching and oh. they're all jerking off or doing their thing or just <laughs> i love that and they're just doing their things and we have glory holes so i feel <gasps> She's getting excited about this. Talk I'm slower like, and keep going. Um, so glory holes and things like that. And I actually just filmed my first movie I directed at my sex club. And I'm calling it BBW Sex Club because people are always curious what happens. Oh, uh, hell yeah. So I'm like, we have a glory hole scene where there's like six girls blowing one guy. And he doesn't know which girl's coming in and out of it. Then we have like a performance on the stage and we have sex wings. And and does your husband go to those too? Yes. Okay. He's more of chill. Sometimes he'll play. and, and He's like a voyeur. He, Yes, but it's once in a while. This is the fun one. So I have a girlfriend. Her name's Ruka, and she doesn't know what my husband looks like. 
Um, and she starts flirting with a guy and she's like, okay, we're, you know, we're having fun, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes and has sex with him. And then as soon as they're done, somebody else tells her, Hey, you know, that was Carla's husband. She literally goes white. Like, Oh my God, what the fuck did I just do? Did but I have cool with you? Right. She didn't know that. Right. She just, she, all she I knows guess, yeah, is like, it's why one of those things like, that? Oh my God, how much trouble am I in? And blah, blah, blah. Is this girl going to cut my throat? You know, it's. But ended up being like, oh, did you have fun? She's like, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm like, okay, cool, awesome. Oh, my God. So you invited Mo to this sex club, yes. and then you just became boyfriend-girlfriend, or like... I think I introduced him to my life and the way I live in, being open, things like that, because he's always been in a monogamous relationship. So how, do, how does one, like, bring that up? Like, like, hey, I'm into you, but I'm married? At or? the podcast. He asked me every question he wanted. So it was behind behind the guys. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Behind here you go. Here's the interview. Here's the mic. Please talk. It's like the new content exchange. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hey, I want to come on my podcast. podcast? Let me. That's what I interview you. Spiegler was like, "Is this just an excuse for you to fuck her?" He literally asked me that because he was like, "Are you going to do it in the bedroom or out in the living room?" I was like, "I'm going to do it in the bedroom," and and he's like, "Yeah, this is just an excuse to get you to fuck her." There you go. It's I go with I'm soft, cute, and I have a really long tongue and love eating pussy, and I'm much of a giver than a taker. I'm one of those girls and come like three minutes or less i'm like that too which is so easy. i think it's a mental thing it, it is and it's almost like building up can i get can i do this and mm-hmm. it's so much easier because i have girlfriends i'd take 45 minutes to go down on i'm like if it took 45 minutes for a guy to go down on me to come i'm like i would never have sex <laughs> i would become a nun it's tomorrow too, it's too time consuming yeah, no i have other things to do with my life so this bbw sex club movie you produced yourself yes so do you like how much of your work is for yourself and how much of it is for like other producers I would say 99% is for myself and my website cool. and other things I'm producing and working on. Um, my That's friend, so feminist. <laughs> thank you. My friend Courtney Trouble, which is like the biggest feminist mm-hmm. queer porn girl ever, is my distributioner slash editor slash doing all that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll go with this. I can get people to show up. I can hold a camera. I can tell people what to do. I don't know how to edit for mm-hmm. shit. I don't know how to produce it. I don't know how to come up with this. So she's doing all that stuff with me and she's been in both movies for me because I'm... <laughs> because I have a big head and I want to be nominated for AVN this year for something because last year I wasn't for the first time in eight years. I'm producing these three just to go, hey, you know, new niche series? I want to... Let's yeah, do this. Yeah, I'm so- in. Um, you know, it's... I hear what you're saying because, like, you know, people will people will tell you, like, oh, I don't care about the awards. The awards are nothing. But it... It matters. I, I like stroking my ego a little. Yeah. I'll be the first one to acknowledge that. <laughs> and you know what it is? I think, I don't know if this is how it was for you, but like for me, I didn't care until I won. And then suddenly I cared. It was on my birthday, so I cared. I didn't want to be a loser on my birthday. So I wore a little princess tiara, like full on princess tiara, big tutu, shiny little thing. I had a fucking little wand with me. I'm like, I'm just don't want to be that sad girl on my birthday. And it was a, I think <laughs> crying I just, on your birthday. Yeah, exactly. I was turning 29 right before 30. I'm like, dude, if I don't get an, a trophy, if I don't have an avian by the time I'm 30, I'm like, I'm fucked in porn. Like, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? But then I got it and I'm like, OK, cool. Right. I got this. So what kind of porn do you like mainly shoot? Or is it like mainly clips or is it, no, do you do customs? Or? I do some customs. A lot of the stuff are things, let's be honest, most people have seen me prettied up with makeup, mm-hmm. having sex with four guys, whatever. But you've never seen me do POV with my husband or my boyfriend or my, you know, partners. So the more intimate I can get, mm-hmm. the better it sells. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, 
if you want to go to Pornhub, mm -hmm. watch all my videos for free. But you want to see something special and like I created and it's like very like jokely, very me. Mm -hmm. Become a member of my website. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of like the new wave of porn. Yeah. I'm I'm finding that like so I I'm not really shooting any mainstream stuff right now. Um, but I am still doing like my OnlyFans <laughs> and like my own stuff, like the really intimate, like no makeup, literally roll out of bed and turn on my camera phone. Yep. And I do find that that stuff is like kind of like what. It's, it's like my bread and butter now. It's you know? unique it's, to you because, again, everybody's falling in love with you. Pretty in this gorgeous outfit. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. the heels are six inches and you can fucking, but you can't walk in. It's everybody's seen that. But they've never seen the real you just being right. you. Is that your favorite thing to shoot? I think so. What What's your favorite, like, sex act to shoot? Giving oral. Like, really? I love giving oral. To I, boys or girls or both? both? I love having things in my mouth. Again, I'm a fat girl, so I have an oral fixation. So the idea of having something in my mouth constantly <laughs> is just ideal. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the best quote I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> um, is there anything you don't like shooting? Not yet. When oh, I you haven't come across it yet. When, when I find it, I'll like, oh, I'm not well, doing that again. What all have you done? Like you said, you've fucked four guys. I've done Bukak. Okay, so in the beginning of my career, I was just the girl you would hire for anything. I have worked for a lot of the major companies um and then i would do some european stuff so i've done 50 guy bukkake scenes 50 yeah um is it I, was it 50 different guys yeah holy shit 50 guys would not fit in this room exactly whoa so this was so back then when the husband decided to do you know a little porn he would just go and do this weird you know come in a cup and the girl swallows it kind of thing so a few times it happened where the girl couldn't do it anymore and i was there as a fluffer for my husband because you know it's hard to keep your dick hard when you have a room of like so i've never heard the word fluffer used in like a realistic sense really mm -hmm. interesting 13. but you were there only to fluff him and a few other friends that i knew <laughs> you know it was like hey we're good i know you're good we're tested good to go stick your dick in me um so but you were you were a fluffer out of the kindness of your heart, yeah. not like a fluffer by profession. Oh, no, no. I used to get paid for it, too. When what? there used to be gangbangs and um, there was women that would come from um, Australia was a big one. It was like Australian housewife or something like that. She would come over and set up these gangbangs, which would be like 40 guy gangbangs. And while the, on camera, on camera. So, you know, she would be on one bed and then she would have these little sofa beds on the side. So she would usually have like two or three fluffers, girls that would just keep the guys hard. So when they were ready to come, they would just rotate and to her. Can I mean, can I add, like how much does a, I don't know anything about fluffers. How much does a fluffer get paid? It was like 500 bucks for the day. Wow, that's a lot it, it, to but, not be on camera. But again, this was the the, high, the high golden level. yeah like yeah the days that i wish i could have saved a little more money so i could have bought a bigger house everyone talks about the golden age of porn when like vhs internet and dvd like crossed I over i i have i think one or two dv um vhs's wow i came in at that point 13 years it was like right at that cost right it's like somebody some company that no longer exists was making you know vhs's and they right. were like one of those things yeah oh my god. god i love the european porn so i would get hired you know he would get hired and i would start fluffing so there was a few times where the girl just couldn't do it anymore and like hey you're down i'm like i'm down so i all the guys would just rotate from one performer on the other end to me and the cameras would rotate there was a few times where i wasn't paid for that stuff 
or there wasn't paperwork there wasn't any it was just like here's a girl that's willing to suck your cock go for it um later on it was reimbursed and they're like hey you want to do this again it, it was weird because i as a plus size performer i was i was hired by a lot of companies but then bbws became a niche and mm-hmm. it was kind of like oh, was a, it not no what there there was no niche this about nine years ago is where it became like a niche thing and then we had the aprils come in and then we had you know the kelly's and all this hold on that before that it was just everyone in one big Mm -hmm. pool and do you think like has the bbw niche helped or hindered you hindered i would think it because i was doing so well just being me yeah and the label bbw came up and then was like okay now we know you're fat will put you oh, in the fat movies before it was like you're kind of right cute. right right we're down you know you may not sell for everybody you weren't a fetish performer mm-hmm. before i was just a performer and i've always been the same size so it wasn't that i gained a massive mm-hmm. amount of weight or lost a massive amount of weight it was just that now there was a category mm-hmm. and now that category i fit in that category so that's what i was now it wasn't just you're a dirty bitch let's do this right and i miss those days right I miss the oh days of bukkakis in my face and like being, oh, there was a few times where I had to swallow so much cum like in the cups. And I'm like, you, I, your face when you say this. Thank you. <laughs> it's just like the yay. biggest smile. I know because I, it was so much fun. I, again, I go the most intense, the dirty I can get, the happier I, I am, especially yeah. on camera. Like I love just showing off. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this girl's gagging. I'm like, I can, I got this. Yeah. But let me just down it. Um, and, you know, stick my tongue out. I'm like, ah, uh, uh. wow, you do have a very long Thank tongue. You. <laughs> um, so it's, I don't know. I, I miss the days of just being just being a performer. You. Yeah. Yeah. And not just being BBW. Yeah. No. So, you know, now I think it's getting more of a mixed thing where I'm becoming more popular again and mm-hmm. it's becoming like oh, okay maybe we'll throw her in and see how it works mm-hmm. and i go with this you you know companies have tried bbws and maybe tried it with a different model and mm-hmm. it didn't work out and you mm-hmm. know there's been showcases that didn't work out there's been show um toys that haven't worked out um and it's almost because they knew how to promote themselves right it's I've a marketing n- thing i've never been good at marketing mm-hmm. i didn't have social media or anything until about four years ago i'm surprised because you're so funny thank you and like <laughs> social media is kind of like the only way or like that that i you know yeah. felt like i really was in touch with you is it because of the chicken no no actually so the first time i heard i don't know no the chicken thing came later mm-hmm. i was already following you for a while when that happened Ugh. when i I heard about you. It wasn't the Angela movie either because Angela wrote a movie mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that, actually. So you are in a, a pure taboo movie yes. right now, um, directed Th- by Brie Mills, written by Angela White, yes. written for you. Um, and like what? What is it called again? Um, Weight of Infidelity. <laughs> Weight of Infidelity. Thank you. My tongue just decided to be like a full on, like I'm blushing right now to the point I'm like, you know, well, she didn't technically write it for me, but she had me in mind. But maybe she's mentioned it because the inspiration was the story in your book. Right. I, as soon as I saw the press release for that, I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. Like she so she wrote a short story for my erotica novel um, and it was basically a story of infidelity where the woman is extremely jealous, but also a little bit turned on kind of a very confusing, like Mm -hmm. lots of conflicted feelings about a BBW woman that his, her husband is cheating on her with. Um, so is like, how did, how did 
that come about so for you? uh avn this year um i was at um uh, i was talking to brie and she's like well angela requested you for something and i'm like what do you mean angela I'm like, I'm and by the way angela white won performer of the year yes, this year yes. like it, it's been a really big it, year it, it was it was a huge you know she was hosting um mm-hmm. and it was like oh, okay cool i'm like oh i got a little nervous and i asked well, my god momo do you know anything about this and uh I didn't know and I didn't know about the book. I knew she wrote for you, but I didn't know what the story was. And then I was curious because I'm like, oh, wait, maybe it has something to do with that. So then I went to Amazon and I bought your book. Oh, and then I'm like, I read it. And I'm like, oh, I know what she wants to do. And I literally like called everybody. I'm like, I'm going to be Becky. Oh, my God, I'm going to be Becky. I'm so excited <laughs> to be Becky. The story is called Becky. Yes. <laughs> and it was this whole thing. I'm like, oh, I can do that. I want to be the other woman. I'm so down for being the other woman. So when I actually read the script that she wrote um, and what they were thinking with Brie and Pure Taboo and everything, I'm like, this is so me. I'm so down for this. I It's this whole like not being good enough for somebody and changing yourself to be with somebody else. And it's weird because I've never had that issue in relationships. Right. I'm so like. I'm so happy in my relationships. I can keep multiple partners happy and it's, I've never doubted who I am or what I am Mm -hmm. or my size or anything. I've, it's not anything about, I'm probably the most confident person you'll ever meet. Mm -hmm. I can walk into any room. I'm like, I got this. Oh my God. And so to have, (laughs) to have somebody, you know, that is not as confident and is changing themselves to be in a relationship hit close to your home for you know angela and it was like i can be that person i can be the opposite of what you have here and it was so interesting and it was the it was so intense did you ever watch it i haven't seen it no it's for free you can watch it um puretaboo.com um it's intense Mm -hmm. it is probably i mean even without seeing it like me and spiegler were both like that one's gonna be up for all the awards this year (laughs) like it's Speaker sometimes said you, that you you just know you know what i mean like there's a buzz around <laughs> it uh, you can tell from the t- trailer how well shot it is and it is extremely you know what I mean? well shot yeah and it's and it's groundbreaking in a lot of ways we did a i it, we've been joking around about cupcakes the scene revolves around about feeding and it's the control that you have over somebody um as a feedy and a feeder um wait i want to talk about that is so you're talking about the fetish of feeding yes um, what is that fetish called? Feeding? Uh, feeder. It's feeder. A, your feeder or feedy. So, um, if, where do I meet one? There's websites there. Oh, you, you just literally. So like what the fetish is to feed a woman and watch her grow. Yes. That's the fetish. It's the control. You're Cause con- you're controlling what goes into her mm-hmm. body or. But then they're also controlling you because they're like, I can, you know, slow it down speed it up you know it's this whole dynamic it's a power play oh it's kind of like an eating disorder but, but on for sexual. someone else and yeah. sexual mm-hmm. weird it's funny because skinny girls always go through hey i was bulimic i was that never yeah the complete opposite versus when you are in that kind of fetish it's the control of making you bigger making you more making you softer making you squishier it's this it gets intense so do you come across those guys a lot not as much on my size i've had a few guys i'm like hey are you gonna get away i'm like no it's not my thing but i have um friends like um raven um triple x and that's basically what she does she is a feeder feedy okay she gets fed her career is for men to buy her food and her to and eat do they have camera. sex while 
sometimes sometimes it's just the control of seeing the food go into the mouth and seeing how like are the guys like jerking off while they watch her eat okay yeah so it is totally sexual for them maybe not you know it could be for her and it's for her she gets uh, you know she loves the full belly and how that feels yeah how roundness you know she looks like she can look pregnant and yeah and like so and then uh like is there an end to that or you can just do that forever you can do it forever because you can go up and down and up and down. Have you ever seen the movie Feed? No. It's an Australian movie. Um, it's on Amazon. I mean, You're going to look it up. Out. That's going to be your thing. <laughs> so back to what you were saying about um, how you, you're always like the most confident person in the room. Mm-hmm. Like, were you always like that? Yeah. My mom always told me at a young age, and this is, I love my mother. Um, she's like, you're not going to be the prettiest girl. You're not going to be the skinniest girl. You're not going to be that. But if you're the most confident girl in the room, everybody's going to acknowledge that you no matter I can walk in shoes and like half naked nobody cares if you're confident you walk into the room like you belong and you don't ever question that you belong somewhere it's like I'm here okay and just her verbally saying that worked yeah it's that simple if what this was young age we're talking you know four or five six right I was told a very young age that you need to walk in like you own the room and because you don't want to be stepped on you don't want to have that you want to be here you want i mean confidence is everything everything it really is it changes your perspective Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's everything it makes your life easier when you're confident about everything you're doing right i especially your looks we are in a world where our looks matter right we make money off how hot you are how hot you're not you know it's one of those things um so to have that confidence of like i got this yeah it's empowering oh that is really empowering i i mean i see you always like pushing like the hashtag body positive Mm -hmm. and like that message is is that like kind of like your ultimate goal yeah because everybody always looks at me and like how can you be so positive about how you look you have you know girls can be a little mean we're in porn and we're in la and i'm like you have satellite you have stretch marks i'm like yeah most people do it is natural, you know, growth spurs, you know, gaining a few pounds. But it's the way that you just love your body. If you can't love your body in the skin you're in, nobody ever truly is going to love you the way you deserve to. Right. It's this mental thing. It's like, can you love your skin? Can you love the person you are every single day and look in the mirror and not question, you know, the small imperfect that people may see, but you don't. Right. Okay, so this actually, like, is a perfect segue into a section of the podcast called Let's Talk About Me. Let's talk about you. <laughs> and we're going to talk about me. <laughs> so that is, but it's exactly about that. Like, when I was growing up in New York City, like, I always felt very confident about my body. Like, I didn't really, like, it wasn't like a thought in mm-hmm. my head. I didn't really feel like that was something that people judged me on. Like I was like, oh, people judge me on my character, you know, normal. Then I got to LA and everything changed and mm-hmm. I never liked myself again. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm in porn, I'm in LA. Like now I'm in this place where like, and I, I think I speak for myself and like most of the women I know in porn, mm-hmm. like it, we have an unattainable goal. It's not even that there is an image in our head of what the perfect woman looks like. It's that we ourselves will never be happy with our bodies. Exactly. And you, ever. you'll never be perfect. We'll either lose too much weight. Mm-hmm. We'll gain too much weight. Um, We worked out too much. We're not working out enough. Whatever it is. My skin's breaking out and I can't control it. And then yeah. it's the, you almost go with most of us think of weight as something we can control. And, you know, working out, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then we get into the delicates. Your skin cheekbones mm-hmm. teeth and we're getting like eyes my eyes are too set apart my eyes are this, yeah. and you're like oh, you're never gonna be happy never. if you are ever just gonna be so 
Like, how do I be happy? <laughs> it's almost, and this is what, <laughs> <laughs> tell me, Carla, <laughs> how to be happy. Yeah. Um, 101. I go with, wake up every day and look in the mirror and just be okay with yourself. But that's so, so much easier said than done. It is. But you know what? Everything's easier when it, you know, but if you don't even try it and you don't mm-hmm. even acknowledge it and you're like, you're like, okay, well, dude, I don't know this and mm-hmm. this. And then you're like, puppy eyes, this. Just wake up. Okay. This is who I am. Like, what would you say to like the young girl looking in the mirror? Like, not even me, not even me, a 33 year old <laughs> woman about you? who should have her shit together by now. <laughs> but like, no, like a young girl looking in the mirror, maybe she's not so happy. Maybe she's not so hashtag body, body positive. Like, what would you what what would you tell her to do like every day just love one part a little more start okay off with your toe i love my toe today start off with your ankles i have really nice ankles okay and work your way up until you have the whole thing covered and you can look at yourself and go with i love everything about me i like that because you know what yeah because loving your whole self is an overwhelming thing to mm-hmm. do but then go with this loving anybody is overwhelming when you break it down so how are you supposed yeah. to love anything or everything if you can't love yourself? Yeah. Truly love yeah. yourself. Wow. You're so smart. It's, you know, my IQ. <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're Thank such you. a progressive, like, like you're like a person from the future. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to tell anybody that, but I'm an alien and I'm, you know, it's, I'm a little green underneath. <laughs> I mean, like, is there anything that's old fashioned about you? Uh, I cook and clean for all the men in my life. Okay. I'm, a, I'm very much, I take care of the my partners and the people around me because I was raised to, you don't leave the house unless there's dinner in the table right. or things like and that. And you're Mexican, right? Yeah, exactly. So, right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a Hispanic thing. Right. So, <sighs> it's one of those things. So, I'm very traditional when it comes but to- But even that sounds progressive coming from you, like, because you're, like, cool with it. Because it's not, a, I don't think of it as a punishment or as any, I just want to make sure that my partners are happy. The easiest way to make any man happy is to feed a man. If you don't, is that true? That's so true. <laughs> I went to culinary school. I can Fuck. tell you it's true. I've never been cook. single a day of my, like, I seriously. I was completely relying on my anal skills for that one. You know, if you do both, <laughs> then you just have, you know, a partner for life right there. That's like, you know, full on. I'll, I'll follow you to the end of the world. Cook for him in anal. And, and find we, a version. Ex- exactly. You're going to have to go like to eh, probably Japan. Yeah. There's a lot of them there. In Japan, they love BBW porn. It's because we're soft. Do you, what? Okay, I'm a little sweaty right now. Do you have a. But like, feel me. Like, just reach over and like, I'm soft. You are soft. And, and like, my, it's just like the whole thing. In Japan, um, they call them marshmallow girls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, um. And it's one of those things. It's the whole having, because I couldn't technically, I couldn't literally push you down and sit on you right now. And you couldn't do shit about it. You couldn't roll <laughs> over. You couldn't do anything. So it's like this almost like power play. It is. Aspect. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. I'll be a little subby for her. <laughs> Yay. Do you find yourself um, with more subby fans or dommy fans? Or is it not really like, like It's that? not like that for me. I'm okay. not big enough. I mean, the girl, my friends that do it six foot two right like amazonian yeah, type yeah. women or really you know in the 350 range in pounds you know so they're bigger women and that's you know their presence it's like i'm here and right like, i'm more like <laughs> hi <laughs> you're like very you bubbly can, and yeah, you cute can stick it up my ass if you like you know i'll give you an hour bj no problem it's weird because you're really like sexually aggressive without being pushy about it like you yeah it's not scary mm. <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> um 
Uh, okay, actually, there's actually um, a story I want to talk about right now that I saw this morning. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but Jamie Foxx penis slapped a woman. Did you read about this? No. Okay, I'm going to read you part of this article. I say article like it's from a reputable news source, but literally I'm on PerezHilton.com. <laughs> next um, guy, next guy. Okay. A woman has alleged that Oscar winner slapped her in the face with his penis nearly 16 years ago, and she has already gone to the police to report her claims. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> um, Fox vehemently denied the absurd allegations and is seeking legal action, blah, 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 blah. Basically, what I wanted to ask is so this woman is accusing him of dick slapping her and she did not like it are people dick slapping in real life yes um but i and, and this is i might get offensive this is a i go with like the me too moment right going a little like 16 years ago you couldn't say something yeah like you couldn't and it gets it's, difficult because in like 16 years what made you bring it out now it was it that you were drunk with your girlfriends and you decided to right hey, this one time a guy slapped my ass i'm like Right. You couldn't. The Me made- Too thing is going way too far. I think, and it sucks because it takes away from like the really the real serious. Things. This is, oh my God, I was probably drunk and he did it. But you know what? I still hooked up with him 10 times after that. Right. And like, but like, I've never been dick slapped in real life. Really? I don't think. Oh, I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah, but like, not. Not like this. Like I have when I'm like asking for it or if we're in like a really like kinky situation. But I've never like gone home with a dude and like he dick slapped me. Okay, you haven't gone home with the right dude then. <laughs> God. Um again, um sweet innocent, dirty little bitch inside. Um so yeah, no, I, I personally I even hold the dick. I'm like <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll do that. I'll like slap myself uh-huh. with a dick and stuff. But like obviously like in this situation she's saying like she didn't want it. But then it's, I, it, I go it with the whole thing how many really times strange. after did she hook up with him? It was this is a one-time incident. She mm-hmm. never saw him again, and th- then that there's the problem. But if this girl decided to hey, let's hook uh, up a few more times. I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really tell. That's where I'm like, no, this is a yeah. bullshit story. The whole thing is very fishy. You just first w- of all, is there like a statute of limitations yeah, on seriously. on dick slapping? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it sucks because it's like the whole Aziz and Zari thing or like it sucks because I think the Me Too movement had to happen in this huge yes. way for it to make a splash yeah. and like for it to go down in history. I get it. I get that things need to go to the extremes yes. in order to make change. Of course. However, it sucks that people like Aziz or Jamie Foxx are like going to go down in history with the word like Dick sexual slapping. assault. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it sucks. Yeah. Like, and then there's actual predators out there in Hollywood. Right. And like Harvey Weinstein, actual predator, mm-hmm. you know. But now we're going with anybody that's ever done anything little. Per- oh, trust me. I've sexually hurt. <laughs> Yeah. assaulted some people in the past you know too many more girls yeah it's, it's like, so fucked yeah. up but it's true it's, it's like, like this one time i did this um and they can come back and like yeah i didn't want that yeah like but i'm a girl yeah and your dick was hard i know so it's like it confusing. was like okay it was, you were just asking for it but no men yes <laughs> in that scenario yeah for it, it it's it's pretty shitty, yeah. but it's true. The double it, standard does exist. And it's one of those things. I'm like, 16 years is a very long time to come to it. And then with the proof, there is no proof unless there's videotape of this and her saying, no, don't do this. Right. And I'm like, it's his word against hers. And then we go with, you know, he's probably going to pay her. What do you think? 50,000, mm-hmm. 100,000 just right. to go bye bye. It sucks because like also 
it sucks because like in porn like i've you know we've all firsthand seen mm-hmm. these things where and i'm totally not going to mention names and like my definitely like I always want to side with a woman mm-hmm. automatically. Not that it's necessarily the totally right thing to do, but like as a woman, my heart goes out to the woman first. Yeah. Um, that being said, like we've seen it happen where women accuse people of things like rape. And there's, we more know to the story. it didn't happen. Yeah. And then before you know it, someone else comes out of the woodwork saying, Oh, me too. Yeah. Right. And like, they want that moment in the spotlight and it's, so I've seen that happen. Well, we've all seen it happen. We've seen it happen in Hollywood. We've seen it happen in porn. We've seen it happen in regular life. I have normal friends that um, I have a friend named Jeff and he writes movies and fun guy, huge dick, good looking, you know, it was like a, like, you know, the typical Hollywood douchebag. This was him. So he would go, he went out with a girl and he wasn't that interested in her. Mm-hmm. It just didn't click. She accused him of rape. Yeah. And it she can. A, and she can. And she went on social media everywhere. And he's like, no, 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 no. I actually have a camera in my place just for this thing. And he had to shoot, show the video and everything. It's like, it didn't happen. She, we didn't get along. Yeah. I asked her to leave. She didn't want to leave. It's such a shame that people do that. Because then, cause the, then it puts it in our mind where we're like, now, well, do we don't we, know who yeah. to believe when it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's so it's fucked almost up. Like, we become so attention seeking everybody has social media selfies all this stuff how many selfies did you take as a teenager Mm -hmm. right two maybe wait how old are you i'm 31 okay 31 32 okay i'm 33 so like same ish generation like we didn't grow up with all that and now everybody that one selfie you take you know gets 15 likes and you think you're you know social you know Mm -hmm. you're instagram famous and then you see the girls with you know two hundred thousand followers and you're like i can be her if i take enough Mm -hmm. pictures of myself and it's this whole thing we're all seeking attention trust mm-hmm. me fucking huge seek, you know love mm-hmm, attention mm-hmm. i love being but we're attention. channeling ours I, in, in a good way yeah i know <laughs> yay we're just making your men masturbate to us like thank um, god we do porn so we don't have to accuse um innocent bystanders of rape yeah, it, and it's one of those things it's it's this huge thing where everybody's just seeking attention everybody wants their 15 minutes their little i feel special or this happened to me too and i'm like mm-hmm. when that becomes an issue and you mm-hmm. don't know what to believe it's almost like i feel like i almost have to step back and say i need to breathe this out mm-hmm. because every time i see it, every story i hear i'm like it's just getting worse and worse yeah. and the time frames are becoming years apart i'm like this wasn't a problem she could have come out 15 years ago and made it a big deal you mm-hmm. know and yeah you know this happened blah 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 blah, blah. yeah but <sighs> now you come out now the stories and i get it when it comes to power playing you know like a harvey where it was Mm -hmm. power control over people Mm -hmm. and you know people didn't want to lose their jobs and didn't want to do that but when it comes to something like you your job doesn't involve his job Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. happens you know why couldn't you just be 100 percent honest and i'm one of those people if something ever happened to me and i i go with this nothing i've been so sheltered my entire life i have never had an issue where that was a problem Mm -hmm. um and i my mom was always super like you're not going out with that person you're not doing mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. you're not getting babysat by that person it was always she was always very conscious about that mm-hmm. um and i've never been in a situation where i've made my you know things have happened so i can't relate to that but it's this thing if something ever happened i would literally be in the top of the tallest building and screaming it to everybody he did this to me <laughs> right. until somebody actually listened right and i wouldn't be scared to go in the cops because i'm a sex worker and things like that because it's the way you present but don't you think like that's like you're a product of a really positive upbringing yes. of a really progressive upbringing a sex positive upbringing and like for example i was not 
And like to me, like sex was a deeply shameful thing growing up. So like, I mean, like to me, like I don't I mean, I don't know how I would react, obviously, but Mm -hmm. like. I think a lot of us like don't have the luxury of like growing up in a household that like was so sex positive and we have the confidence to be like this happened to me this fucking asshole I think so many of us like would internalize it and you know it's I I think if sex education were better if our parents were more positive about sex to begin with like we could all think like that and that's where I think we're getting to I think we're becoming a generation where sex is more you know I can't even say the word right now. It's everywhere, basically. Yeah, it's normalized. Yeah, it's normalized. And it's becoming a thing. Almost to the point, I think it might be too normalized for people. (laughs) Like, when you have, like, a 12-year-old knowing who, you know, Asakura is, you're like, oh, shit, my life. (laughs) Damn it, this is where I came. Um, (sighs) So it's this kind of, this interesting little interaction and things like that. Um, But I think we're becoming more using our voices and Mm -hmm. being more responsible with what we're saying and how we're presenting ourselves. And it's... Mm -hmm. There's a little wave of, you know, sh- you know, my niece is 14 and she's like, no, 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 that would never like I would literally scream into <laughs> the world until somebody was taken care of mm-hmm. it. The only and this is a weird one. Um, The only time I ever felt uncomfortably in a sexual environment, I was 13 and I had a teacher look at my me a little too much mm-hmm, mm-hmm, where it was mm-hmm. like, you're uncomfortable. And, you know, I noticed it at first. I'm like, OK, this is not OK. A few days after, I'm like, Mom, no, no, no. I need to get out of this class. Mm-hmm. She didn't question me. She's mm-hmm. like, okay, let's get you out. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a, like, yeah, no, that's you're just making this up. Mm-hmm. It was, I believe Which you, I think a lot of parents, parents are, their inclination yeah, is to act like that. Yeah, because they think you want attention and things like that. Right. When we're coming with, if this is a true thing, nobody's going to do this for that you know right. especially that it's almost we have so i guess it even goes as far back as that where yeah. like women are just not believed but it's also because there are women Ugh, it's yeah it's hard fucking it's so thing. hard it's it's messy it's, it's like we need to just reset and start over no, yes exactly <laughs> reset the mac yeah Yay, let's reboot <laughs> yeah let's see how things work out um it, yeah life is oh let's be going with this life is always messy we're never doing everything 100 right we're never doing everything 100 wrong yeah it's just life and if we learn how to deal with just the day-to-day i think yeah we can deal with a lot more in the future do you think porn helps to like normalize sex yes yeah i think it does, but I think it's also when we get into the extreme stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, it's becoming more popular. And, you know, let's see how many, you know, dildos I can fit in my mm-hmm. ass. Then it becomes where, you know, you most girls, oh, yeah, you don't do anal. It's looked down upon. It's like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought all girls do anal. Right. I, you know, it's something like I'm really conflicted with because I think like because our, the sex education system sucks so bad in the world. I think like people look to porn to be like this educational thing which we're not and so yeah like i i do worry about you know that 10 year old boy who thinks anal's on the menu yeah do you know what i mean like straight off the bat Uh but at the same time i find it extremely feminist that like women should be able to do what we want like if we want to get fucked in the ass we should so i feel those are two very like conflicting feelings this whole thing it's like do I want to be popular? Do mm-hmm. I want to do this? Do I want to do that? It's always one extreme. You know, I go with if they just gave them like the soft core porn and like mm-hmm. the boy girl, and like maybe group sex sometimes, mm-hmm. but like kept the hardcore shit off. So you're <laughs> yeah. like, you know, yeah, like 16, 18, old enough yeah, to understand that that's not. I wish there were normal. a system. Yeah. I wish there were a system. I wish we could control what porn, you what remember- age group sees and what, like if they could get a degree of sex education b- 
before mm-hmm. venturing into like hard like more hardcore yeah. porn like no to know that like until they're at least 21 yeah. like this is entertainment yeah. like you know you don't have to like this some women do some a lot yeah. of women don't <laughs> i think it's funny because now we're getting to different things you know you're more of a traditional porn star mm-hmm. that's but you know i'm more of the outside you know so a lot of my friends do the queer stuff and the more soft and i have a girlfriend that did a video where she just cuddled with people that's considered porn mm-hmm. it's almost like there's more options than just you know what sticking. defines porn like if people are masturbating to it is it porn i think so i almost go with the pure taboo scene i don't know if that's porn okay it is done in a certain way where like there's very few people that can masturbate to that and get off but it's the intensity where you get turned on but you may not be able to finish it and then you get super sad and it's like it's all these emotional plays and then you're like oh my god I'm like they just right. you should watch it and you'll like even like later. feeding <laughs> is that porn oh depending on like if there's no penetration or if there's no sex is it porn i don't know do you get hard on it do you get right. wet is it it's almost like porn can be almost anything you want it to it's be it's in the eye of the beholder the cock beholder exactly it's like <laughs> art now <laughs> okay um uh, we're actually right at the end and i end this the same way every time you've been a wonderful guest by the way Thank i really you. like you a lot um <laughs> And I don't say that to everyone. Um, so I ask the same 10 questions to everyone. It's kind of a personality test. I am judging your answers. So I just like to be judged. Um, <laughs> just give like a, uh, the first answer that comes to mind. Okay. No, uh, you don't have to think too much about it and no explanation necessary. Okay. What is your favorite word? Happy. What is your least favorite word? Can't. What turns you on? Strength. What turns you off? Weakness. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. What sound or noise do you love? An opening of a zipper. <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate? A nails on a like chalkboard. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Astronaut. What profession would you not like to do? Janitor. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You made people happy. Can I tell you something? I have never seen anyone answer these questions like that, like so fast and so sure of themselves. <laughs> like you really are the most confident person I've ever met. Thank <laughs> like you. Like that's, I mean, that was kind of crazy. <laughs> so I believe you. I mean, you are, I think you are the most confident person I've ever met. Um, so I want to promote all your stuff. Like uh, me, promote me. Okay. Yeah. So most of the stuff I shoot for is cardinallane.xxx.com. Um, that has everything. And then from there, you can get into my Snapchats and everything. But that's literally my world. And then my main thing is going to be, you know, this year. And it's like pure taboo. Go check it out. Should still be free on their website. And then the weight of infidelity. Yes. And then BBW Sex Club. I'm so excited for I'm BBW so excited Sex because Club. People get to see what I do. This is my world. This is, you know, my playing field. Like we have a group orgy. Um, Mo had his first threesome on camera ever. Never had a threesome before. And that's he had really a, surprising. Yeah, exactly. Um, three. His first threesome was on camera with my girlfriend that has a huge ass. I mean, massive ass. Um, so he, I was fucking him. She, she had his like the ass was here, and he was tapping tap out, and he two big girls. You can't move them. Yeah. So he's like, oh my god, this he's is probably in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> he, it was a good. It was a good beginning. Um, and then this last one I did because I'm doing three movies in three months. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this last one we fisted a guy so there was three girls that fisted a guy that was in a sex swing and it was like it's exact and different hot and not like traditional yeah Yeah. exactly you can see traditional everywhere but you want to go into my world a little let's play (laughs) all right and your social media carla triple x lane and carla's with a k because i could seize a lot (laughs) okay um all right well thank you so much for joining me thank you for having me bye